Hello friends, welcome. This is Faith Culture and I'm your host, Oluwashino Akonde from Lagos, Nigeria. On today's episode of your favorite podcast, we're talking about how to overcome workplace challenges through faith in God. And I have with me an amazing woman of God, Umgozi uh, Umar. She's going to be helping us. Uh, she's going to even be sharing her own personal experiences, you know, as it relates to the conversation today. Uh, you know, how do you overcome workplace challenges with faith in God? A lot of us are confronted with this. A lot of us who are in the corporate organizations, you know, we, we, we see this happening and sometimes we are so overwhelmed and we just probably feel like, um, you know, you know, like just um, chickening out and we don't even know how to go about these things, even as Christians. And, uh, you know, for Mungos' and personal experiences, uh, she's going to be really helping us in how to, you know, handle these things and how to come out of it, you know, uh, victoriously. Yeah. And Mungos, you're welcome to the show. Thank you so much, you know. Yeah. So before I continue, uh, you know, Mungos is actually, uh, you know, she is an academician. She is a, uh, she's a wife. She's a mother. Uh, and I mean, this was also shocked you guys. She's a Commonwealth scholar. And, uh, you know, currently she serves as a teacher in one of the amazing schools here in um, Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, Ungazi, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. All right. So one place I love to begin my conversation with my guest on the show is to um, hear them talk briefly about their salvation experience. Can you sort of like let us into how you met Christ briefly? Okay. So um, that is very key, because without that, the foundation of every other thing you enjoy and Christian. Absolutely. So um, I gave my life to Christ so many years ago when I was still um, a child, not um, really young though, but when I was still in primary school. And you know, even with the innocence of our art then, when we give our life to Christ, we start doing things that people would see around us and testify that they, that we are changed. So ever yeah. since then, I continued my secondary school days till my university years and till now. God has known for me. I've, <laughs> I've known him to be the source of everything and I'm still holding on to it. Wow, awesome, awesome. It's good to hear that. Um, yeah, so, but, um, you know, I, I, I'm curious to know, uh, has it been, has the, uh, has the, uh, you know, um, has your faith journey been, has it been very smooth? Or... <laughs> Not really, you know, when you get, it depends on the environment and the, the, the stages of life, the first stages of life. You know, when you're a child and you're saved, I wouldn't say it's very easy, but there are some things you easily overcome. Then when you get to secondary school, in the midst of... I remember when I was in secondary school those days, some of my classmates would tell me that, we know when you get to higher institution, you won't keep um, on to this, um, your um, belief. <laughs> I, I can remember with a, a, one of them told me that it's always like that, but when you get to university, forget all this and you know some of those things keeps you going like i've been told about god uh, i have promised to serve you to the end so this is like a challenge to me so that is the university um yes it's a different environment but you know the secret is associating yourself with like-minded people Absolutely. and also fellowshipping with them yes so that keeps you burning as well even surprisingly 
at this stage you become you know you become more fiery because of where you find yourself so it has not been really easy but i think sometimes when you have christ there's this special um sensation that you have all the time the feeling the fulfillment of everything satisfaction so that keeps yeah. you going even if even if some things are not really easy there's this satisfaction within that's always kept us moving well splendid splendid thanks a lot uh, Ngozi. okay now to the um, crux of the conversation we have um, today workplace challenges i mean uh I, i'm privileged to sort of um you know um have a um and to have been pre-informed you know sort of about you know your your own story about workplace challenges and uh but then uh i'm going to ask you this question straight on when it's up when you start experiencing you know, you know workplace challenges or challenges at your workplace uh, did it make you feel like god was not on your side or were you like well, I'm a Christian why am I experiencing these challenges okay you know um, that being a time that I practically cried and I had to like tell God this is a challenge to you not me mm. I told mm. God that as I was crying in the class even before I joined my new school I was like I was practically crying, telling God, this is a challenge to you, not me. Yeah. Yeah. So there had been times of questioning and everything, but whenever it happens like that, I just tell God, it's not a challenge to me, to you. So if this is a challenge to you, I believe you will do something urgently. Wow. Wow. Cool stuff. You know, uh, I, I mean, and I love that perspective because people say this a lot, that perspective actually help us to understand life better you know how you see things you know really mm-hmm. matters a lot right and i mean that's an interesting perspective to how you viewed you know um, your own workplace challenge but now you know somebody is really asking like wh- what exactly do you mean by workplace challenges so i'm going to allow you just to explain in your own context what the workplace challenges really is or what what sort of workplace challenge did you experience yourself Okay, so using my present place of work and my previous place of work as so, well, these challenges could come in form of being denied of um, promotion, mm-hmm. being denied of certain privileges, being denied of um, recognition because of some reasons based and best known to those at the top, which yeah. you don't, you're not even aware of, and even sometimes. It could be in form of, um, let's say, um, some sentiments, um, bias, and others that are yeah. associated to that. So it comes in different forms. But, and did you, you did know, you experience all of this? Uh, you know, I did. Wow! 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 Yeah, I did. It was, wow. <laughs> I did, and it was not really. It was really um, um, a difficult period for me but God came through God came through and he came in a big way in a very big way so if he permits me to share I'm going to start from from my previous place of work so I am a teacher by profession as I told you but you know I've always taught in uh, private schools and government schools 
do not as a full teacher in government, but I've taught in government schools. And when I relocated because of marriage, I decided to transition to international school. I remember working with an international school requires so many things. Basically, it starts from your experience. And because you've never taught in international school, it's not possible for you to be taken as a teacher because there are so many things they need. They need your um, experience, they need your qualifications. So for the qualifications, there's this program most international school teachers, they do, which is um, PGCI. So it's um, very expensive, usually expensive. It's a certificate that is recognized abroad and recognized in international schools. So even if you have your degree in Nigerian school, that is not your criteria to work as a teacher in international school. You need to have an experience in an international school before all. So when I transitioned to this international school, I decided to okay work as a volunteer. Then later I was retained. I was asked, you came in here with your master's degree and there's this opening for an um, assistant teacher. Are you ready or will you be ready to accept it? I said, fine, yes. But I felt it was a training grant for me. Everything they were doing was entirely different from where I was coming from. IT and everything, the methods and everything that I wanted to learn. So in the process, I took up the job. Remember, I don't have the qualification like the certificates, certifications recognized at work. Then I have my master's though. I have education degree though, but I needed experience. So working as an assistant teacher was something that was good. But along the line, I started having, you know, good um, testimonials from teachers and they were like, this person should be promoted. I started doing so well. They, I started teaching. I started doing so many things. But still, the promotion wasn't forthcoming. Somebody, some of the lead um, heads there would tell me, I think you really need to go and apply for this course to decide you have the certificate. And you know, it's about four million four million yeah it's very expensive so when you have it it's like they take you anywhere you apply for international schools that period i was supposed to be given a role but for some reason person to them i was denied and it's in such a situation that was really affected me psychologically and everything so and i prayed i cried to god some teachers were angry because it was obvious that this person was doing well. You would give this person so many things to do and still, for what reasons, I cried. I told God, this is a challenge to you. And I believe God was going to do something. My point yeah. about me, I don't pray alone. I tell my parents whatever situation I pass it through my siblings. So it's like a chain prayer going on for me everybody praying for me and do you know that period it was like that was when i won my scholarship wow yeah i traveled out of nigeria i was given good amount of money because i was supposed to my my colleagues you know in the school we had teachers that they've started already but they are paying millions for this a collect loan from the school just to be able to meet up 
But when yeah. the scholarship came, it's actually a scholarship for masters, but they attached this program with the masters. Wow, so it was they a three one kind of so they, Exactly. So when everybody heard, it was like, wow, how did you, how did it happen? I knew it came at that time when I, I was pressing through serious challenges. It was just too much for me. So many things happened there. And they were like, you don't have the qualification. You don't have the... <laughs> oh my God. I laugh right now because it's just like magic the way God did it. The miracle. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. actually a miracle. Yeah, so absolutely. God did it. He did it in such a way that um, it just came like that. And do you know that eventually I resigned from the school, although they wanted me to, they wanted to retain me then. It was too late. I resigned. They were okay, okay, we would do this, we would do that. But some circumstances, I just I couldn't go back. I just kind of resigned from it. Then part two to tell you that, you know, in this life we have different stages and we have different, you know, um, forms of challenges. Yeah. So later on, I decided to go for another job in an international school again. Wow. So this time around. I'm going there as um, I want. I wanted to go in as a teacher, class teacher. But you know, there's one thing about your previous place of work. Yeah. When once it's on your profile and it, like this is what you did in your last place of work. Why do you think we'll be able to take you as this? You know, something like it's like yeah, it's I get like it. a stigma kind of. So coming here. I applied for a bigger role, but when they invited me, I saw they invited me for assistance. I was like, like seriously? Uh, but I just said I, I should. <laughs> I said I should just go for the interview. Wow, you still showed up. Oh. I went. The director interviewed me and one other person there. And amazingly, <laughs> after the interview, the director was like, "And why do you think I'm going to take you as an assistant teacher?" <laughs> That how can a person like you be employed into this school as an assistant? I'm not taking you as an assistant teacher because she's trained abroad. She grew up there. So she asked, she interviewed people herself. She's an educator too. So she was like, I'm not taking you as an assistant teacher. I'm taking you as a class teacher. That way, our conversation, why do you think I was just... I went to the mindset to tell them that anyway, you invited me for this. I'm not going after the interview. I was going to tell them now that I don't want this role. I want a role that's close to class teacher role, but not yeah. all them support teacher, higher than the assistant. But yeah. at the end, she just gave me a different thing. Like I'm not even that. I'm, I'm picking you as a class teacher because of this and this and this and this. We discussed and she just. That was where God started working. <laughs> oh, you know, the devil does not sleep. Absolutely. <laughs> so, some people went behind, like, you know, this is the new school. They conspired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even somebody from my previous place of work, maybe they, I don't know, I just know, there's also many stories around it. And at the end of the day, said okay maybe you should just do this after some time we will take you to that position we know you are capable but later on the position was also advertised that not really advertised 
I just heard about it and I found out from them that they were to employ somebody for it and I applied for it and my my the head of school the director was like taking you but <coughs> along the line some people still conspire you know this life as a Christian you should know that the life the, the world which we are in is a battleground so don't get discouraged when certain things happen certain things happen or you feel <coughs> I did me no can be anybody yeah, but the only yeah. thing is just the test of your faith and how you can use your rights how you can really because this thing happened that at the end of the day the HR was telling somebody my presence that this lady is somebody that is that nobody should offend because if you do you just suffer for it she was st- I was just looking I would she say that until she now revealed some other things to me. Yeah. So after they decided on <coughs> employing me, yeah. they just changed their mind. Like, what's that? Why this back and forth? We are giving you the job. We are not giving you. We are giving. We are not giving. Like, what you frustrated? Well, my as usual, my parents, my parents and my siblings were aware. So they kept on praying for me, my husband and myself. We never stopped praying. You entered into prayer mode. <laughs> that is some usual for us. And it's not like I just know he's my father. Yeah. He has the best for me. He has never failed me. Yeah. <clears throat> I know of the things he has done for me in time past. So why won't I go to him at that moment I I would need him to help me? So I went to God in prayers and to cut the long story short. When they already said they were not going to give me the job, they told me yeah. for some reasons. The next week, I was told that the director said that God told her that the Spirit of God told her to give that lady. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, just unusual. I, I don't. I don't think that happened. I've never heard that. that. I have never. Wow. God said. So even when I resumed, somebody was asking me, "Please, can you tell me what you gave this director?" Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I gave the director <laughs> prayer. <laughs> so, oh, but the bottom line is, it's based to serve God. Absolutely, absolutely. Far from serving God, you should know the power you have as a Christian. Mm. Answers prayer. It's just that some of us don't really know how to use what we have. When things like this happen, I pray to And that's going to lead me to this um, very important question. So, how, how can believers really know what they have? I, I mean, so, because it's very funny that you can actually have an enormous amount of power as a Christian to change situations and all of that, and yet you are not using it. So, I mean, what, would, what, 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 what do you have to say about that? Can believers, you know, okay. look within and, you know, make use of or maximize the spiritual potential that they have? Okay, number one is faith. You know, as a believer, um, from the word of God, we've read different passages, especially where 
Jesus was asking that if a son should ask for um, fish, would the father give um, stone or something? Yeah. We need to know that God is so passionate about us. God loves us. We are God's children. That self-realization Always, is important. That's it. And exercise faith that if you ask him for something, he will do it will even go beyond what you ask. So that is what we should, because if you know this and you find yourself in a big mess, what you have to do, just meet with people that will pray for you. How can so many people be disturbing the throne on your behalf? And you think God will not listen to you? That is my mentality. Yeah, and yeah, I think that that's another point. Sorry, sorry, hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> let me interrupt you briefly. Uh, I mean, because for me, that is another point which I, I think you are, you, are, you are trying to be silent about. The fact that believers need to find other believers to pray with them. That is, I mean, that's, that seems to be very key in your story. Yeah. Like the part one of it. <laughs> You know, and then you know the part part two. two. Yeah, because that has been the secret. You know, somebody said she does not like telling, um, or he does not like telling people about his problem or parents. I said, sorry, if I have a problem, I know my parents are. Yes, I don't want to disturb them with my problem, but even if I don't disturb them, the problem is still there. So yeah. it's better for me to tell them because I know my parents and my siblings, and even if your parents are not believers, you you should look for people around that you trust. Mm-hmm. The church, your friends, you will see them around you because this is something that it's like, you know, let's make it practical. You have somebody, you offend a lecturer and, or you need a favor from a lecturer and you go to other people to go meet the lecturer on your behalf. If you if you should go alone, the lecturer may not, it's not like the lecturer does, doesn't want to listen or help you, but the lecturer could even forget. But if you go to so many people and they keep reminding and keep, oh, I'm sorry, I've not even done this. Okay, let me attend to you. So it's something that we should know that this is how certain things work. You have prayed to God that God is of me. And so many people are praying on your behalf and the signal is coming from different places. On this behalf, on this places, you know, <laughs> God would definitely do You just have to be on assignment. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, that is my mentality anyway. That is what I believe. So that's why I, I never stop telling people, my parents, my siblings, please, this is not my problem. And you know one thing about them, when I tell them my problem, and if it's the problem from, if the problem from a particular person, yes, for the name of the person, and they will be praying. You know, all believers, they go to different places with people name. Yeah. All yeah. believers to arm them. Yeah. And you can take somebody's name to God to change yeah. the pieces. Uh, God. And God says that the heart of the people the, of the king is in my Yeah, yeah, so let you alone. Could, you could mention their names to God. As in, my parent, my parent does that. What's the name of this person? Oh, okay, don't worry. 
and you mention their names what boss it is such a way that you will know that it's in working as how it is wow <laughs> amazing 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 and you know uh, while you're sharing your story i just remembered my, my own personal um friends uh, you know when i when i was done with university and and i was waiting for youth service and suddenly the exams and records in my school um, said um, they couldn't find my one of my one of my results was missing mm. and you know and uh, the next thing the next option for me was to come back to the school and and uh, you know make some payments and we take that particular course and you know the funny thing about my students was that i think i i would need uh, i needed to have paid half of my tuition fee you know, I, I was very shocked. I was perplexed. Like, I mean, this is not the kind of news I want to hear. And I can't even, you know, tell this to my parents uh, because, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, we are, paying I mean, the school fees again. You know, I couldn't tell them. And, you know, it was a private school, so you can imagine how much, you know, the mm-hmm. whole money was. So, but fortunately for me, I was working somewhere in after school. I, I mean, sometimes I don't just like being idle. So I tried to. Um, start um, you know, working somewhere and fortunately for me the pastor uh, sorry the person I was working with happens to be a pastor and uh, you know so I narrated to him you know what the situation was back in school and he prayed with me you know and I was just um, then and, and then I said amen then you know and, and I was just hoping that um, there was just going to be a miracle that the result was going to be found and all of that so uh, just one of the days that I'd come to work and I was just with him, my HOD himself called me and he said, uh, you know, in fact, I remember vividly, he said something around, uh, thank you, thank you, sir, or you are lucky, <laughs> and, and all of that. I mean, Can you imagine? He, he took it on himself, you know, literally took it on himself, went to the exams and records and, you know, and, you know, met some of the directors there some of the persons there and you know tabled my 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 issue and you know then they found the results and he called I me that they said uh, you know I was very lucky you know for me I know it's not it's not luck it's, it's actually yeah. God you know, actually working you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah so I mean and I really understand the power behind corporate prayers it's it's one of the amazing things that believers have I mean, like if you, yes, you, you should pray yourself, but at the same time, look for a trusted person, like you said, even if you have um, parents who are not, uh, whom you are unable to communicate with, you know, they need to pray yeah. along with you. You can look for a spiritual father, you can look for a spiritual mother, you can look We have for, them in the church. Yes, you can we look have for them all around yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. It's not composed with your, your church. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not. It's not. It's not. But, so, <laughs> but, you know, yeah. So, um, you know, thanks a lot, somebody, for for sharing you know this with me today, and and just before we call this era, because I know you need to get about other things. Uh, now, there's someone who has listened to this today, and the person is saying that, you know, uh, I'm not a Christian, and but then there's an overwhelming situation at work. You know, uh, my manager doesn't seem to like me and all of that and i mean how do i even get all of this started what would be your advice for such persons 
Okay, so first of all, when your manager does not like you for some reasons, you, you could want to find out why. If it's your baby, you're not delivering well, just improve on those areas you think you should improve on. Because when you're very good, people will fight for you. When I was passing through some challenges, I I really thank God that one of my the, my heads then told me, um, because you're very good. I'm not disputing that. So that one was a good one for me. Yeah, you're yeah, very good. Yeah. But you I mean, know, we need to... your this. own job. You must make sure you are... Thank you. <laughs> so you need to play your own part. Yeah. You know, work on yourself, develop yourself, do things, courses, and just try to develop yourself, research and make sure you're very good. Then after that, sometimes, even if you're very good, there are some other things that will just make some people do not like you for some reasons. So just keep praying and tell God that, God, I want you to intervene, pray. And if it's something that is affecting you psychologically, or something that is, you know, affecting you in such a way that you cannot, you don't think you can survive it. You know, there are some things that you pass through your place of work, you don't have to endure for too long, you have to live there for your mental health, for your psychological um, state, you need to, you may have to leave, look for a better place, leave, even if it's not a better place for the time being, you need a space. Need a time for yourself to plan for yourself. Then keep praying. Yeah. God works in a special way. God, God does not fail. That's just thing. He doesn't fail. So even while you think all hope is lost, God is planning something better for you. So that's why it's good to keep developing yourself. Yeah. And while you're developing yourself, God will find somewhere better for you. If that place is a no-go place for your development. Yeah. So develop yourself. So when God finds a place for you, you'll be able to fit in there. Just yeah. leave the other part for God. You're looking for places to go to. You send you sending CVs. You're developing yourself. And when the opportunity comes, you see God working. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and that reminds me what um, one thing TDJX said. <laughs> Uh, is the fact that uh, your downtime is your prep time. So the fact that you are experiencing a downtime, it should rather should also be a preparation time for you for your next level. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot, uh, I mean, this has been very, very, uh, you know, insightful for me and inspiring as well. And I really want to appreciate you for coming to the show today. Thanks for inviting me here. <laughs> Yeah. Opportunity to tell my story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just before you go, one more, one more thing, please. I would love you to pray for people, you know, who who, who are sort of in this situation like you were um, before, you know, um, your testimony. Yeah. So please, um, say what a prayer. Okay. So let's just Father in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful and beautiful day you have made. We thank you because you love us so much. Thank you because the plans you have for us, the plans of peace, the best plans, which we cannot even imagine how great it is. Father, I worship you because we know you are passionate about everything that concerns us. 
for this is to be glorified in Jesus' name. I want to pray for that brother there, that sister out there that is going through problems and, and great challenges in our place of work. Oh God, you touch with our infirmities and I know you touch to whatever your child is going through at this moment. Please come to their rescue in Jesus' name. Father, favor them in every area of their lives in Jesus' name. Open doors for them in Jesus' name. And at this moment, let your special power, let your special touch come upon them in Jesus' name. Every form of discouragement, please take it out, take it off their lives in Jesus' name. Please, Lord, I pray, do something great, something wonderful that will make people marvel in jesus name you that have done it for us i know you're not a god that is passion please visit your child out there in jesus name and i pray from this day henceforth lord every situation of life we see them as a stepping stone in jesus name every situation of life i pray they will never pay us down in jesus name and father i pray that at the end oh lord our testimonies be bring hope to people around us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, because you know you've answered our prayers. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Thank you so much, um, God. So, guys, uh, I believe you've been as well inspired by the conversation today. Challenges of life are normal, and they come to test us sometimes. They come to, um, you know. You know, know how uh, the kind of God you know we say we carry, like the kind of God you professing that you have or you said, you know, challenges come to test us. How, how, how much of that God do you know? Do you even know the potential you have spiritually? Do you know that you can change situations? Uh, you know, uh, in, in the realm of prayer. And just as Ngozi has shared today, it is important that you first of all have a relationship with God. That is very important. And when you have a relationship with God, um, you know, you also need to be discerning. You also need to develop yourself. If you are an employee serving in an organization, understand the need for personal development. That is very critical. And Ngozi also shared the importance of prayer and then corporate prayer also. Do you have um, close um, believers who can pray with you when situations arises? You need when situation arises, you need to look out for such persons and engage them in prayer. This session has been very inspiring for me, and I trust that it's the same for you. Uh, I really want to thank you guys for listening. And if you are just, um, you know, today is the first time on the show listening to this podcast, I really want to thank you for joining in. And if you have been listening for a while, it shows that you are really blessed by what is coming out from the Faith Culture Podcast. So could you please do me a favor, whether this is your first time or you're a regular listener, um, hit the subscribe button or follow button. You can also share today's episode with someone so they also could be blessed. Until I come your way next time, remain blessed, keep up your faith life, and see you.